welcome to the Horror Unmasked podcast, where we unmask the monsters and, and explore, explore the lore. Today, we will be dissecting Grim Cuddy. Let's cut into it. The scene opens to a mother checking on her sleeping son. When she leaves, the little boy gets out of bed and tries to open the door, which is locked. The boy then tries to open the window, where we get a close-up of his hands covered in band-aids. As he looks out the window, the camera pans to another open window. We then see the mom searching up information on her computer about the way the internet affects and harms children, where she finds something that clearly disturbs her. The little boy climbs through the other open window, where he walks through the house as a gust of wind comes through the hallway. As the boy checks back outside, he recognizes a creepy creature who starts to advance towards the house. The boy then proceeds to the kitchen, where he climbs the cabinets to reach the knives. They have been hidden away on the top shelf. We hear a creak as the front door opens and the creature peeks his head around the corner. The little boy then barges into his mother's office and stabs her before the creature attacks him. As we cut to a different scene, we hear a girl's voice in a whisper talking about how to turn stressful things into something better. We then see her recording herself for an ASMR video, running over multiple objects with a truck to de-stress. Suddenly the video pauses and we see the same girl watching her own video, seemingly stressed out. Because you know, that's how you deal with stress, <laughs> running over objects. Yeah. <clears throat> the mom calls the girl Asha to come downstairs where her parents are taking photos with her brother, Kamran, for his band concert. The dad then tells the family to leave their phones at home. Asha then becomes upset, wondering why her father is still enforcing a no-phone policy, to which he responds that it's just for the night. As the family is watching Kamran's performance, Asha and her friend get up and leave to go outside. As Asha talks to her friend, we find out that she dropped track, which her parents were not happy about. While they are away, we see the girl's parents discussing an online trend that made a kid stab his own mom, while everyone's phones begin to go off, making Asha's father worry. While outside, Asha and her friend are looking at her ASMR channel, where a girl named Cassidy commented on her post. During this interaction, Asha's dad comes outside to scold her about not committing to a phone-free outing. Then, they share a moment about living a full life. Back at the house, Asha's parents are both searching through social media and get a notification with a picture of the creepy creature called Grim Cuddy, immediately making the parents worry for their children. In their worry... They have a small meeting with their kids discussing what Grim Cuddy is about, telling them it has caused kids to hurt themselves and their parents. In her room, Asha sees multiple posts about Grim Cuddy from other kids. While her parents are in their room, they get a text from another parent that they found their kid cutting themselves, leading them to do more research on the creature. During their research, we see Grim Cuddy appear outside of the house. While Asha is in the kitchen watching ASMR videos and making toast, Grim Cuddy comes through the front door. In a panic, she screams and alerts her parents, who then call the cops. When the cops show up, Asha describes what she saw, 
One cop shows her a picture of Grim Cuddy and tells the family they believe they've been getting calls about the creature all night. When the cops leave, Asha's father takes all of their electronics for the night and claims it's just a precaution. The next morning, when Asha comes downstairs, the whole family is at the table with something called a detox box to keep their electronics until the end of the week while the Grim Cuddy incident blows over and cut their screen time in the meantime. Asha begins to freak out and tries to grab her phone back from her father when she sees Grim Cuddy under the table. She screams and runs to her room. That's terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely fucking terrifying. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> Later, Asha goes to Kamran and asks for his backup computer to do more research on Grim Cuddy, to which she finds nothing. Because of this, Asha decides to sneak downstairs and open the detox box with a knife, real stupid, in order to get her phone. As soon as she gets her phone, Asha gets a call from Cassidy, where they begin to discuss Grim Cuddy and what could be happening, planning to meet up at school the next day. Asha runs to the bathroom with the knife when she hears her parents coming downstairs. They discover the detox box is open and begin to freak out. While looking for her, Asha's parents get increasingly worried. Hearing her parents again, Asha goes outside and then the garage. While Asha is hiding in the garage, Grim Cuddy appears behind the car and begins to chase her through the house. Asha runs into the bathroom where Grim Cuddy finds her and cuts her with his own knife. Asha's parents hear her screams and find her on the bathroom floor with a giant gash in her arm. While Asha's mom bandages her arm, Asha tries to tell her parents that she didn't hurt herself because of Grim Cuddy and still wants to go to school the next day. In the gym, the school holds an assembly to talk about what is going on with Grim Cuddy and social media to try and calm the tension. Not many kids went to school, though. That, that, gym, yeah, was, it was that gym was empty. empty. <laughs> Cassidy passes a note to Asha and they meet in the bathroom, where Cassidy tells Asha about her parents forcing her to put her phone in a detox box. Realizing a connection, they devise a plan to find and use a computer to do more research. Cassidy tells Asha about this rich kid named Oliver, who is hosting a party. Dumb. Oh yeah. Dumb. Real dumb. Real dumb. Where they ask him to use his computer. While doing research, they find a mommy blogger website from a woman who posts about how technology and social media is bad for children. They also find that the woman posted information on a detox box and cutting screen time in the meantime. Cassidy then makes a connection from the website to the woman who got stabbed by her son and leaves Asha to do more research. Meanwhile, Asha's parents realize she's not at school and go to look for her. Asha's mom finds a video of Asha at the party where kids are pretending to cut themselves for Grim Cuddy. Freaking out, her parents drive straight to Oliver's house. I'm not gonna lie, that video is fucking stupid. Why would you even pretend? Why would you that? even pretend because it ended up on the effing news? Like, people are actually getting hurt and you guys are acting like it's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Asha is still doing research when she calls her brother to look up the address for the woman's house, whose website she found. 
As her parents almost arrive, Grim Cuddy shows up at the party and begins to chase Asha again. As he chases her, she cries and asks the kids around her if they can see the creature as well. However, they cannot. When Asha's parents finally arrive, they find Asha in the hallway getting attacked by Grim Cuddy. But all they see is Asha cutting herself. When they find out Kamran is involved, they begin to worry about him instead and his use of technology occurring the wrath of Grim Cuddy. When they arrive back home, they find Kamran on the floor, unconscious, with a tie around his neck. Both kids end up in the hospital, Asha for her cuts and Kamran for his suffocation. Realizing Kamran found the woman's address, she steals her parents' car keys and leaves. Before she can get out of the door, she finds Cassidy in a different hospital room, where she tells her how her parents freaked out about the video of them at the party. Asha then comes to realize that their parents' hysteria causes Grim Cuddy's attacks. Asha's mom goes into the hospital room that her kids were in, where she finds the address of the mommy blogger on the computer and realizes that her keys are missing. Asha's father enters the room and asks if she found anything. To which she tells him nothing, lying to him about what she discovered. Honestly, that's the best possible thing oh, yeah. that the mom could have done. Mm -hmm. She knew he'd overreact. Yep. How would you marry that guy? <laughs> if you know what he's like. Oh, yeah. Asha arrives at the mommy blogger's house, where she knocks on the door to be greeted by the same woman who was stabbed by her son. Asha tries to ask her questions about her website and Grim Cuddy, to which the woman denies her and closes the door. Asha then sneaks around the house and finds multiple computers, tablets, phones, and gaming equipment destroyed in the garbage can. Asha sneaks into the house from the back door, where she then goes upstairs to find a door with a child's name and many locks. As she unlocks the door and goes inside, she discovers another door with even more locks locks and doors How, okay mm -hmm. if you're gonna have that many locks on all those doors why don't you lock your back door you know what that is a good fucking question <laughs> anyway as she opens it a small boy falls from the room begging asha to put him back before she can do anything the woman comes into the room with a shotgun threatening her to give her asha's phone in the middle of this situation asha's mom arrives at the house by uber when the blogger mom answers the door, Asha tries to tell her that something is wrong, that she has a gun and her son is locked up in the room upstairs. Amidst the tension, Asha's mom slaps her, apologizes to the woman, and takes her to the car. Asha tries to tell her mom what is going on, causing her mom to freak out, spawning Grim Cuddy. Before he can attack, though... Asha's mom peeks in her rage, smashing the car window. This snaps her mom back to reality, where she decides to go back and talk to the blogger mom, telling her that her daughter isn't a liar, and pushes her way into the house. Asha's mom threatens to call the police when the blogger mom cracks and tells her that her son isn't affected by Grim Cuddy anymore and that she's handled it. As her hysteria escalates, we see the little boy still outside of the small locked room where Grim Cuddy appears. The boy begins to scream and Asha's mom runs upstairs to find him dangling in midair. 
The blogger mom follows with the shotgun, threatening to shoot. As Asha walks into the house, blogger mom turns her gun towards Asha, and Asha's mom pushes her, where she hits her head, causing Grim Cuddy to release the boy. The mommy blogger gets back up, admitting that she spread the picture around, claiming it was her job to contain it. During this, her son stabs her in the leg where she falls down the stairs. The boy passes out, and Asha and her mom bring him to the hospital, where there are multiple kids there because of Grim Cuddy. In the hospital room, Asha's father opens the laptop and finds the search history. When Kamran wakes up, his father asks him about his search history, which involves many things on the dark web, causing him to freak out again. Knowing how he worries, Asha's mom tries to give her husband a sedative, which throws him deeper into rage. He steals a syringe and goes after Kamran. Kamran has run out of the room as he's being chased by Grim Cuddy and his father. Asha finds Kamran hiding in the janitor's closet, where she tells him to stay put. She grabs a pair of scissors and leaves. When exiting the room, Asha and her father have a standoff, where he tries to sedate her. She runs away while both Grim Cuddy and her father chase after her. Asha manages to get Grim Cuddy alone in a boiler room downstairs and stabs him multiple times. This method does not work and Asha runs away and into her dad, where she stabs him instead, causing Grim Cuddy to vanish for a moment. Spoiler warning. Please skip ahead. They all run outside where Asha's father sees Asha floating in midair and chooses to sedate himself, making Grim Cuddy disappear indefinitely. Being right next to a hospital, her father got help right away. In the final scene, Asha is filming an ASMR Q&A video about the situation with her family and Grim Cuddy. She tells the audience to be honest with their family and learn from this experience. The end. <clears throat> Alrighty. Yeah. Oh boy. This is definitely an interesting um film. Interesting is uh interesting way of putting it. Exactly. This was released October 10th, 2022. Mm -hmm. So only just last year. Yeah. About this year. time, weirdly enough, around this yeah. time. Not quite a year. Yeah. But we're hitting that mark. Yep. So um, I looked high and low to see what the budget on this film was, and I found nothing. Yeah, even in my research, some vagities about references to costs, but right. nothing mm -hmm. substantial. It didn't make anything in the box office because it was not in theaters. It started streaming on Hulu and... um. Just was immediately there. Just immediately. Yeah. But it was also on Disney Plus. Yeah. One of the backers was Disney Plus, which was shocking. I'm like really Weird. confused. I mean, I don't think it's that scary. It's not. I think it's more it's funny. it's also just weird that even in some level of the horror genre, Disney backed something. Mm -hmm. If you liked that breakdown and that little... Um, story run through our dramatic reading it only it, got 25 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah. it oh yeah it's not the best movie ever mm, made yeah it's, i didn't even know about that i didn't know that it had 20 percent 25 percent on rotten yeah. tomato yeah 
It like, was it's not... okay. It's one of those things where it's like, you could just, if you just want like a, like a silly film to just pop on at spooky a little bit, mm-hmm. it's a good one for that. Yep. Yep. Director, John Ross. Mm-hmm. And our main actors, we have Sarah Wolfkind as Asha. Chaudhry? Chaudhry, I think. I'm pretty sure that's how you I'm assuming that. that's how you said the last name mm-hmm. for the character. Shannon Sossamon. <laughs> We're going to have fun with these, these <laughs> names. Oof. Leah Chaudhry, which is the mom. I don't know why I didn't like just put their names in. I said like Asha's mom and Asha's father like the whole time. Uh, yeah, exactly. Same. But that's okay. We got Usman. 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 I'm going to say Usman. 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 Usman Ali. Amir Chaudhry. Uh, Callan Ferris is Kamran. And then Joel Ezra Hebner as Grim, Grim Cuddy. Cuddy. Yeah. Grim Cuddy. Yeah. Um, you know, good old Joel. Yeah, good old Joel. What's <laughs> up, Joel? Like, honestly, if he came, if Grim Cuddy walked into my house right now, S- I'd just be Joel. like, sup, Joel. Sup, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then God. when you get pissed at him, it's it's Hebner, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full ass name him. Full ass name him. All right. So I did not think that there would be a lot of research to be done about grim cuddy yeah i was sorely mistaken oh yeah there's like it's weird because it it doesn't have a lot of like traction the Mm. film itself but the stuff that was used to influence it is like crazy it's a lot there's like layers oh yes oh yeah (sighs) okay so back in 2018 2019 time so first Grim Cuddy is supposed to be satirical. Yes, I did know it's about not, that. It's yeah. not. I think he was trying to go for a little horror. However, yeah. it's it's more. I find it funny. Like, it's more like a cautionary tale. Yeah. Yes. Than a horror, horror film. film. Mm-hmm. But if you just do a little Google search of little Grim Cuddy, mm-hmm. he's so cute. <laughs> um, if you know what I was saying, back in 2018, 2019, there was a challenge called the Momo Challenge. And if you know what I'm talking about, mm. <laughs> which honestly I did not know about, I I've seen the uh, the mask or the that yeah the art piece that was created. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art piece was actually created by ISO, a sculptor, and I guess it just birthed this challenge, which is terrifying because also the mask, it's the the sculpture that he created itself is terrifying looking right and there are masks of it everywhere so um basically this challenge i didn't know about the challenge either Neither i had I, just yeah. seen the picture i didn't really care Agreed, about yeah i didn't know that it was a challenge i just thought it was this honestly i watched a tiktok recently that had the mask in it and then when i made the research i was like oh shit and then i was like oh shit yeah okay yeah so basically if you didn't know what the challenge was because i didn't uh the challenge basically made people believe that kids were going online and communicating with Momo, and Momo would give them uh, simple tasks to do um, at first, but it eventually led up to things like self-harm, hurting other people, yeah. or even, you know, suicide and things like that. That, um, But it's all fake. Like, none of it happened. Yeah, exactly. It was 100%, like, made up. Mm-hmm. But if you- And not by the artist. Big thing, the artist did not create no this the challenge. artist didn't do this but um so if you don't know what momo looks like um it's a woman with matted black hair 
some big bulgy eyes very bulgy eyes a wide mouth that like goes from like ear to ear Mm -hmm. it's like yeah don't do it at night no because that will stick in your head (laughs) it's like it's like a bird type yes very um Mm beak-esque so there's that but so the sculpture was created in 2016 to represent ubume Mm -hmm. which stands for child snatching bird yep yep however that's not what it is um Obume is the spirit of a woman who has died either before, during, or after childbirth. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they usually appear on like dark and rainy nights, you know, because yeah. creepy. Because classic. Yeah. Um, they can af- uh, appear multiple different ways. So there's um, a pregnant woman, um, a woman carrying a baby, or um it's a blood-soaked walking corpse carrying an undeveloped fetus or underdeveloped yeah so just crying out for help yeah you know so basically oddly enough very uh la llorona very yes very very much that yeah Mm -hmm. i did some research and there's so many different things that were said about ubume so variations and versions very many uh one of them was if the mother had died after childbirth, but the baby survived, um, the mother's spirit would go around and try to help her baby in whatever way. So it would be more of a helpful spirit. Yes. Yeah, so she in that would try to, you know, um, she would stick around for her kid. Like, yeah. Just making sure that that kid More of got, like a guardian yeah, situation. Yeah, guard, a guardian situation. Um, she'll try to just uh it said that they would try to lead people to the place where their baby was like born so that it can you know yeah live a life and that yeah yeah those people could either adopt it or find yeah. their relatives and give that baby back to oh yeah other people but there's another instance that's terrifying all right and i never want to come across this so that's if the mom died and the baby lived Mm-hmm. If the mom died and the baby died, oof. Um, Ubume are seen like carrying. This is the one where they're seen carrying their kids. Yeah. Um, if that comes up to you and she would like try to hand you the infant and you took it, Ubume would vanish and the thing. Yeah. That you're carrying and holding turns yeah. into rocks or like something. Uh huh. Gets heavier and more weight and then you're crushed by oh um, my god you're crushed under its weight yeah really fun really fun stuff wow terrifying mm, rocks mm, crushing okay you. so yeah. so no taking babies from strangers don't take babies from strangers i don't know why the fuck you would take a baby from a stranger but you know there are some people who are like that there are like if you're handed a child like oh my god look my baby mm-hmm. some people are like oh yeah your baby no we're no, not we're get, not doing that anymore. Get crushed. We're not doing that anymore because Ubume could come after you and you could get crushed for showing affection. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that that that'd be on you. Honestly, and also that's very in line with a lot of the culture over in Japan. Physical affection and or affection of any kind is very yeah. um not mm-hmm. taboo, but just not in public kind yeah. of situation. Basically, this story has been around since the eleventh century and it was put in a book called the Konjaku monogatari but that stands for the tales of times now 
and past which is a collection of over a thousand either religious stories or folk tales from oh, not cool. just japan but also india and china oh, so like okay. a lot of asia <laughs> yeah all yeah. of asia um so yeah really creepy oh yeah oh yeah so but i can't picture like because it's the ubume and then there's grim cuddy and yes. i don't know how we got from point a to point b okay so also one of the other things is that they were inspired by slender man yes which is the height that's the the tight and the wearing black and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. the abume honestly that the face of it is very close to grim cuddy because yeah. he's got the long smile yeah. the large eyes the mm-hmm. black matted hair yeah um it's definitely a it's a mixture of slender man and the Ubume creature mm-hmm. or the Momo character. Yes. Kind of touching on the Momo character, just as kind of a statement. It's not a good challenge. It's, it was prevalent for, I guess, for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, I'd say about a year, I think. It's not, it's not as much of a thing anymore. I mean, people still have the masks and stuff. Like I said, I saw a TikTok recently. Right. Of someone who had the mask, but not using it. It, using it more as like a mask to scare their husband while they were on the couch right um but the artist themselves saw the controversy and everything and actually announced the creature's death oh to reassure children okay and well, comment nice. literally commented it doesn't exist anymore it was never meant to last it was rotten and i threw it away the children can be reassured that Momo is dead. She doesn't exist and the curse is gone. Wow. He literally had to come out and be like, it's gone. Kids, I killed it. <laughs> it's over. That's crazy. There's no more curse. There's no more nothing. It's gone. I mean, the fact that they had, it got to the level to where the artists themselves had to like put out a statement. I mean, yeah. And I mean, it's even the comment. It's the idea that... um it it cements the idea that challenges like these are only as real as we make them. True. These kinds of stuff, I honestly, it's kind of shocking that challenges like these kinds come out and like begin to exist because of how dark they get. Right. I mean, shit. Even my reference to Slenderman. There's the whole like. He was an urban legend Mm -hmm. who got like a video game and he's had movies and then it led to girls stabbing their best friend in the woods. Which is absolutely fucking terrifying. It's horrific. Watching, there's a documentary of that occurrence that happened and it's harrowing. Yeah, Yeah, they stabbed her 19 times. Yeah. And she lived? She lived. Which is crazy. Oh my God. Um i oh my god but basically she crawled out of the woods Mm -hmm. and like she was like um she got help from a person who was biking in the area look the i'm gonna be so honest if i saw a girl crawling at me bloody i would bike faster (laughs) (laughs) no No, i'm sorry it's very different no it is i'm sure like in the moment she's like she's like like, screaming help help. obviously i'd stop and i'd help but like you know there's that five seconds of like Like, am i gonna die yeah am i gonna die is this going to kill me um no but i'm glad she lived Um, oh yeah however uh the girls that or at least the main girl morgan who 
stabbed her or helped stab her she didn't go to jail she got 40 years in a mental hospital yep um it's because how young they were it's true but it's like um if you have the if you have the mental fortitude or willpower to believe an urban legend and think that if you do something like this and you'll get to it was like they wanted to go to his castle or his whatever which is his realm and i'm like dude what world were you living in there's what life existence did you have that would make you believe that this was real right like i am deep in the fantasy i love fantasy i love mythology i love all of that kind of like cryptid i wish all of it was real and all that kind of stuff but then it's also that level of like i wish it was all real but wishing it was all real means you wish it was all real even the bad shit yeah so it's one of those things where it's like i love you know magic and all those kinds of fun things but it doesn't mean that i that it's legit yeah i'm not Um, gonna suddenly be like oh i was you know practicing a spell and now i can fly no right no (laughs) i'm sorry that's what video games are for exactly and there's been enough studies look i don't care who you are video games do not make people do anything and even that slender man video game would not convince you to suddenly go find him it, it video games don't do anything it actually is better for you to play video games right because it's an outlet exactly and it's and, and people who the people who take video games and do stuff like what they did and like actually try to commit things those people have problems yeah. that need to be dealt with yeah those are not your average person Mm-mm. Which is why, you know, challenges like Momo are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody potentially could have gotten hurt if there was somebody online, like, telling kids to do something. Especially if there was, like, a prize or something involved. Yes. People would do it. Kids oh, would yeah. do it. They're so easily influenced. Like, clearly, because of this whole Slenderman, like, situation. Yeah. They were... Nobody told them to do that. Yeah. And they did it anyway. So... It just, I guess, it is a good cautionary tale, Grim yeah. Cookie. So it just opens kids and parents' minds up to um, one: don't be so hard on your kids. Yes, because yes. they will. That's how you raise sneaky kids. That's how you raise hundred percent liars. How you get kids to you know, go behind your parents' back. Yeah, you just be honest with them. Be open and. Don't be so hard on them. But also at the same time, online challenges are stupid. Yes. That's also the other part of that. Yes. I mean, even the simplest of challenges, like the fucking cinnamon challenge that, that. Wept, swept the world, it's A, dangerous. Yep. But it's one of those things where it's like, it's not 100% harmful. Mm-hmm. It's not on the level of like the Momo challenge and all that kind of stuff. But it's definitely, there are definitely challenges that are not worth it. Don't do it. It's just, if you see other people do it, that's a them choice mm-hmm. i think the big one that i remember was the kylie jenner lip challenge oh my god where people were literally busting their lips open on destroying glass their lips trying to you know do the suction and like cup destroying the blood vessels their yeah. in their lips mm-hmm. oh my god i'm like that's damage that's you're damage. doing to your body which oof, crazy you're making mistakes big ones 
But it's also the other big message of the film was, parents, you will never, ever fully understand your children, (laughs) especially when it comes to technology. Technology is so fast moving and growing. There's no way you're going to know all the time what they're doing, how things are going. You just have to know that if you believe you raised your kid well enough, Mm -hmm. then you know they're not going to do stupid stuff. And if they do, it's a learning moment. Right. If you don't trust your kid, it means you don't think that you parented them well enough. That's how I see it. That's the cold hard truth. Because it is. Because if you can't trust your kid, it means that you couldn't trust your own parenting skills. Yep. Yeah. And there's a lot of parents who don't trust the way that they've raised their kids. Oh, yeah. Like, because that's a personal thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it's like, just open your eyes. Look at your kid. Are they Does good? it look like they're doing bad Does things? Does it look like they're doing terrible things? Did they mess up a couple times? Sure. That's human like, nature. Hello, we are human. We error. Yeah. End of story. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not robots. We're not perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. So, the fact, I also, it's the message of, like, the more you worry about the kid, your kids, the more, you know, you put your claws into them. Yes. The more you're hurting them. Yes, that's 100%. Even mm-hmm. if you can't see it and other people can't see it, yep. sometimes you're doing harm there, even if you don't notice it. And you're only wanting to do what's best for your kids, sometimes you're not. You know what, 100%. And a lot of the time, it's definitely that, you know. Yeah. It's the idea that the worry sometimes, like your parents are always going to worry about you. Yeah, of course. But sometimes they can take it too far. Because also this, I feel like, in a lot of it, sometimes parents worry that their kids are going to be like them. But the problem is, is if you raised your kid not to be that way, you should trust them. Fair. Because your kids have to trust you too. They have to trust you that you're not going to come after them. Because trust goes both ways. Exactly. And if if your kid can trust you, you? yeah, exactly. If your kid can trust you, then you can trust your kid. Mm-hmm. even if they do dumb shit sometimes <laughs> right but that's everybody exactly everybody makes mistakes everybody gets into some shit including like, parents including parents even when they are parents exactly especially when they are parents you know because i feel like sometimes parents forget that they did dumb shit when they were young and then mm-hmm. they when they get older and they become parents they it's sometimes i think they forget or act like they didn't do bad shit when they were younger Mm. and i feel like sometimes that's like no you need to remember you did similar stupid stuff right and remember that's just like part of being a growing kid yeah or becoming an adult Mm. you know you make mistakes you learn your lessons and you move on exactly (laughs) so yeah that's my r2 cents on the theme of this movie (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah and there's definitely so much more i mean in the film itself they didn't use a lot of cgi yeah i figured that they they used some to like obviously to clean it up to hide the actor and also like floating midair exactly but it definitely was they didn't they intentionally chose not to use cgi Mm -hmm. for the creature because of the fact that the creature interacts with the people Mm -hmm. and so um the biggest thing that i remember being expressed is it was literally for the vfx they basically had to the minor vfx that they did was they had to scrub out the puppeteer for the creature because what it was is 
it was basically the Grim Cuddy's torso on the top of someone's, like a yeah. guy's green leotard. Uh, Joel. <laughs> and it was like, the creature actor, his arms were the Grim Cuddy. He was basically controlling the Grim Cuddy arms. Right. But then below Grim Cuddy's waist was just like a green outfit. <laughs> so they obviously did some level. And they also did some on the face as well. And like different parts yeah, of the body. Sense, they blended he, it. He does have some movement exactly. in his face sometimes. And that was intentional because they wanted him to be able to have... Um, they didn't want you to tell what was CGI and what was and I couldn't their, was good. their physical effects, which was actually pretty good. But they also wanted that uncanny valley nature to it, mm-hmm. which I feel like they did pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Even for 25 <laughs> percent. They did pretty good. Yeah. Not the worst movie. Yeah. It's definitely not the worst movie. Um, There was nothing that really stood out to me as like, oh, that's bad, except for like the asmr oh yeah that was in here like that was hard to listen to that was more of the 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 cringy yeah but that's that had nothing to do with some layers of just asmr sometimes yeah like honestly i have been following a couple people i follow someone who does asmr Mm, i thought you didn't like asmr she's the only person i've been able to follow Mm -hmm. but it's not like it's not like weird mouth stuff because I fucking hate oh, yeah. that so much of ASMR is just weird mouth stuff. She does stuff with like slime and oh. she does like foam. Yeah. And have you seen like the shaving like cream trick with like the brush and they like put it over the mic? That's what they she does. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Because it's 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 instead of being sounds of like mouth stuff, she does like. She yeah. has objects she uses to put mm-hmm. sounds in the area. That still bothers me. Like, I'll be scrolling through TikTok and, like, I'll get those live videos at night of, like, yeah. so many people doing ASMR yeah. to put you to sleep. And I'm like, can you please not? No yeah. matter how many times I'm like, do not recommend this to me anymore. They just keep doing it. Yeah. Right. You did. You did. I didn't hear that. I was probably asleep at that point. Yeah. It was definitely one of those situations where it's like, but I don't. It's when people are just straight up just talking. Mm. And even the the ASMR that was in the movie was 100% built to be cringy. Yeah, because I think you could definitely see that there was a glow up from the beginning uh, beginning to the end. end. Like, uh, (laughs) it was definitely very um, interesting. Yeah, like you could tell that when the camera quality wasn't that good or background, like there was a voiceover. Yeah. it wasn't really great editing but then at the end yes. she's got backdrop you she's got ring light oh, yeah. she's got that whole she's setup out she's got her stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah good character development yeah <laughs> that's because her parents finally were able to accept except her what she was yeah, doing and what she wanted, she wanted to do, to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah instead of just supporting Kamran and his band exactly and i mean even throughout the whole film Kamran. At the golden fi- child he but th- he was definitely the i'm gonna fake being the golden kid yes. so that i can do my other shit yep. without them knowing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was definitely the big thing oh yeah and that's the big reason why the dad freaks out at him later yeah because he finds out oh this kid i thought that was perfect is really just like everybody else yeah mm-hmm. Isn't maybe the- asha is the better one uh, yeah exactly and you didn't know that whole time exactly crazy exactly um so kind of getting into 
an interesting inspiration mm -hmm. for this film, especially when it comes to the cinematography and how they filmed it. Wes Craven was one of the inspirations. He did a Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. And I guess he was a big inspiration for how they filmed the you said movie. Wes? Wes Craven. He's a, a master of horror. I thought you were talking about like a thing. No, Wes Craven's a human being. Okay. <laughs> Nobody come for me for not knowing who that is. I'm still young. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, they said, uh, I think Wes Craven is kind of underrated in terms of his directing style. I feel like people take it for granted. But the way he films things chasing you is really terrifying. He does this thing where his frame, he frames things up in a very clear way. So, in my cavalcade of films that I've watched, one of them is a Wes Craven film, which was a Nightmare on Elm Street, his recreation of it. And that's actually one of the ones that I'm going to have you watch because it's actually pretty good. Okay. Um, but yeah, it has, it definitely reflects in the film Grim Cuddy because of the way that he had the creature chasing after it's a very deliberate style. The way he comes after you is yes. so funny. I will agree. The creature himself does not help lend to scary. And it just kind of looks a little dumpy. However, that because first... Because of his body build. Yeah, his body build. <laughs> um, his, I will give it to, like, the first scene that we see him in when he, like, pops up in the in the yard outside. Yes. That was, that was creepy. Yes. That was creepy. Yes. That yes. was the only time I was creeped out yeah <laughs> but you know there are other messages and things within the film so. oh yeah and i mean even rolling stones had an article that was out yes i did look at that yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it has a lot obviously to do with the online challenges fueling the paranoia of parents mm -hmm. and because it's it's, again, it's the idea of parents wanting to take control of their children's lives and becoming overprotective and... But there's a fascinating concept because it has to do with... So the parents who start to become paranoid about their children and wanting to control their lives, them becoming paranoid triggers an autoimmune reaction and causes even more carelessness among kids. And that in return creates an online hunting ground for predators who bring the likes of Momo to life, like the creatures and stuff. Mm. So there's actually like a little bit of science behind the idea that the parents become overprotective. The kids respond in a certain way and their bodies respond to it. And unfortunately, that leads to carelessness. It's almost like... um you know when it's the idea that your parents are like you can't go out and go do these things with your friends and whatever and then you choose to say well screw it I'm gonna sneak out in the middle of the night Ooh. you know but you do it in the dumbest way possible instead of the easiest way possible because that's the response right I think it's talking a little bit of that in regards to the film itself it was a pretty good film it wasn't bad but I would not put it on a top 10 list definitely <laughs> not you got any other notes Honestly, I am I'm pretty good. Yeah, there's not really a much whole lot, yeah. more to say about it. I mean, yeah, it 
was a movie. <laughs> I mean, the the most interesting part about the creature of Grim Cuddy, which honestly would be interesting to see it in a, a higher budget film, mm-hmm. is the idea of that the more restrictive the parents become, the more dangerous Grim Cuddy becomes. Mm-hmm. So the idea that the more the parents become restrictive, paranoid, panicked, the more dangerous the creature becomes is fascinating. And the idea that injuring the parent who is causing the paranoia mm-hmm. makes the creature disappear. Yeah. Which would be a fascinating concept to see Because that in an makes kids film. kill their parents. And it's like, what? And it, it kind of explains why. Because I feel like there was a level of that missing mm-hmm. in the film. Like, you kind of just got it a little bit later in the film that that's what was happening. That, like, uh-huh. when the parent got injured, the Grim Cuddy would vanish. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would be so much more fascinating if you got to see it throughout the whole film in more of an active setting. You know what I mean? I feel like this would be a cool concept in a different film. Yeah. And also would be a cool concept in video game. True. Be very a very true. cool concept in a video game. Mm-hmm. Because it could be as simple as like a minor, like they they hit themselves on accident or they stub their toe and you just, you know, it's that level yeah. of like an accidental injury makes and you figure it out. And we never actually hear of anyone that died because of Grim Cody, right? Or did Cassidy die? Nope. Everybody survived. That's what I thought. Yeah. Everybody survived. Nobody died. Like it wasn't... The most dramatic thing that happened was that the boy stabbed his mom. Right. But that was before Grim Cuddy could get him. So would it nobody actually got to a point where Grim Cuddy was hurting them enough that Yeah. I think that that boy's the one who went through the most of it. I think when we start the film at that part, he's been dealing with it with a lot long for a lot longer. That's true. Because she's already got locks on the doors. He's having to climb out the window. Mm -hmm. So clearly for at least that beginning part he's dealing with it he's been dealing with it for a lot longer than what we're seeing we're seeing the end of it because by that time he knows to attack his mom so does he stop grim cutty ever actually get you enough to where you could die like i don't i feel like it's a possibility but they don't like i said and like we've said this film is not scary and doesn't really have any consequences it's true there's no consequences there's like in this none. film. nobody dies because of the extreme extreme nature of their parents paranoia right if we had people dying i feel like the stakes in this film would be so much, so much higher. higher i feel like there's a level of intensity that's missing from this film. Yeah, and I think that's probably why it ended up on Disney Plus and like yeah, streaming platforms like that because it's not really. Yeah, I would it. definitely be to C tier this film. Yeah, I'm gonna say C. C. Yeah, because I me. feel like even B films tend to have consequences. Yeah, there's still consequences, and I feel mm-hmm. like this film. The reason why it's not good enough in in the eyes of a lot of people, which is why I got a 25, is because there's no, like, there's no consequence to act to, to mm-hmm. what's going on. There's yeah. no parent that got so intense, 
like even the boy being locked up in the room he's still alive yeah like he never died from anything he was still fine so like and even at the end his mom was still alive like you see her getting rolled out of the house going to the hospital exactly and it's definitely one of those things where it's like if there were more consequences more danger and more like serious injury moments that were seen like we don't even see when Kamran gets attacked right you just see him on the floor they get home and then he's there yeah so like he didn't even die at all no there was no serious injury there so there was no consequences to anything none at all and i feel like that's the whole point of a lot of horror films is there's some level of a consequence honestly i think we're pretty good on this one i thought we could end out this this episode with some yeah with some with some reviews Ooh, with some with some reviews that people have given hit me with it i want to see what these people were saying one said painful to watch Ooh, weak and out of touch horror offering oof brutal that's brutal um another person said the characters are unlikable and do things no person would ever do fair enough i guess Yeah, fair enough this next one gets me asmr is not as popular as the filmmakers think (laughs) um another one i don't believe many things can be a one or a ten but grim cuddy is undoubtedly a one oh wow (laughs) okay i wouldn't say that like that's that's really brutal put it at like a three or four i I'd say four. I'd say I'd three. I put it in there. I'd in say that, yeah. that range. It's not amazing, but and I've definitely had some ten. So there I don't know are, what the fuck this person. Is this is about. not a one film. This is not a one film. A there one, are there are one, one films, films, and oh, this yeah. is not one of them. This is not one of them. This is um, not one of them. Another comment: acting terrible, cast <laughs> terrible, which basically the same thing. Uh, yeah, script terrible. Mm-hmm. Um. The acting and the cast are pretty much the same thing. So I mean, I but here's really... the other thing. I feel like the acting and the cast, the actors need to have, if it was a different story. I think the actors did as well as they, they could, could with what they had. With what they had. Agreed. I really do. Like, yeah. Like, they They worked with bad. what they got. Yeah, they worked with what they had. Yeah. And that's that's all you can ask of them. Like, they got a check for it. Yeah. And I'm happy for them. Yeah. Slay. Hell yeah. And my final yes my final my final review yes <clears throat> grew from despicable me oh shit <laughs> <laughs> which every time you were describing grim cuddy all i wanted to be like was and grew and grew grew is also a big oh yes. my god he grim cuddy literally has the body of grew i want somebody to put swap their faces swap their i faces? want somebody to take an edit it's put grew Gru's face Gru on grim cuddy hair. Yeah, it's groove, groove, hot hair. If he just had like luscious long locks. Yeah, and like we're really high. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grew with hair and really high. Yes. So I agree with that one. That one I agree with. I would agree with that one too. He's funny. (laughs) He's funny looking. He's a funny looking guy. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised by those reviews. No. Man. I was scrolling and all I could see was one star ratings. I was like, I, I'd give it a two. Give it like a two. Or two and a half. Yeah. At best. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not a three-star film. I want to see some of these actors in, like, higher-budgeted films. Because I don't I think agree. they would do bad. I would agree. I think they would be okay. Because I feel like, even in the end, towards the end of the film, it's not that you felt emotional, but it felt like the actors made you feel like, at least there at that very end part with the dad and Asha moment, right. that there was some level of, like, moral... Mm-hmm. decision happening. it made me feel good that the family got closer yes like yes. i hated seeing asha get ripped to shreds by her parents thinking that Kamran was the golden boy yes and then at the end they were all one happy family and that that was enjoyable yeah yeah but it's definitely it's that um it's that uh what is it like shit i can't even compare it to that show i was about to say it's like scary stories telling the dark but scary stories telling dark is actually scarier (laughs) um but it's like you know like it's that tale like you better be good or you you know you better have open communication between you and your kids because otherwise the grim cut is gonna come and fuck your kid up yeah yeah because i feel like that's the big thing it's just open communication between the child and the parent and there being trust both ways correct that's the moral of the entire Entire story. story yeah yeah well I think we're pretty good. Our next film is going to be Smile. Smile! The newer one. And then, if you would like, leave us a review. Send us an email. Let us know what you, if you've seen this film or seen similar films like this. Please send me the edit of Gru. Oh, yeah. 100%. That'd be so much fun. Um... Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Horror Unmasked. Uh, Listen to us on Spotify and iTunes at Horror Unmasked. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at Horror Unmasked. Woot woot. And with that. Now there's only one thing left to ask. Will you fear or will you fear not?